Hello everyone and welcome back to the Life of Riley. Today's episode we're going to be chatting about decision making, the paradox of choice as they say. Yeah, just like making choices, doing the next right thing, doing what's good for you, not letting yourself just be paralyzed by the options in front of you because I have been there. And in fact, I'm still there quite often. So if you want to hear about it, stay tuned. Let's chat about it. Hope you're having a great day. Enjoy this episode of The Life of Riley. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. First of all, let's crack open a nice cool Celsius for this episode. You ready? Wow. Wow. Good job, Riley. Have you guys had Celsius before? Sorry, I'm getting something out of my teeth. Um, Because you guys can see me. (laughs) It matters that there's stuff in my teeth. Anyways, have you guys ever had a Celsius? They're incredible. So if if you haven't heard of it, it's like an energy drink. But it says healthy energy. And if it says healthy energy on the can, I 100% believe it without any further research. Just kidding. But it's zero sugar. It's... 10 calories for the whole thing. Um, It says it increases your metabolism. I haven't really noticed that, but it does give me energy. And what I do is I like to have them before I work out, kind of like a (laughs) pre-workout. If you're in the fitness world, a pre-workout. And um, yeah, I don't know. I really like it. They make me feel really good. I get them at Costco and um, yeah, no sugar, no preservatives. Helps to burn body fat, it says. I don't know about that but it definitely gives me energy. It's 200 milligrams of caffeine, if you were wondering. Okay, so here we go. Let me take a sip. Let's get started. So happy May, first of all. First episode of May. The sun keeps going in and out here at my place. So it like is kind of a sunny day, kind of an overcast day, whatever. I'll take what I can get. Okay, so let's jump right in. Let me start by saying one of my biggest downfalls, I don't have a lot, I'm nearly perfect, just kidding, but one of my biggest downfalls is that I used to be really paralyzed of like by the fear of making choices. I think what I like to tell myself is that it's because I'm like such a dreamer and I'm such like a big thinker. Like I like to come up with big ideas. I like dream really big. I have like really big kind of like lofty big picture goals And those are really easy and fun for me to come up with. But what's harder is choosing the day-to-day, like little things, how to get there. Like literally like scheduling my day. Like, okay, what do I actually do today to like in 10 years be X or do X or have X? Um, And sometimes even like just in the little things in the day-to-day, like sometimes scheduling my day kind of stresses me out. Like, for example... You know that TikTok that's like, oh, but do I work out now because I have to wash my hair? Do I wash my hair now, but I'm going to work out later. It's going to get sweaty. I do that with everything. I'm like, should I do my laundry now? But if I do my laundry now, then I'm going to have to leave for work. It's not going to be done. But then I should just do the dishes. But then if I do the dishes, then the dishwasher is going to be running when I'm not here. And that's going to bother me. Or I don't know, just like so many crazy things in my mind. And then nothing ends up getting done. So in the big things like career and, you know, your personal life, your relationships, whatever. And in the little things like when to turn your flipping dishwasher on, sometimes it's difficult to make a decision. And what ends up happening is that in your um, inability to make a decision, it literally has the complete opposite effect of what you're trying to do. Because coming from someone who 
was like that and is like that still sometimes, the reason that you're taking so much care and you're thinking about it so much is because you want to make the right decision because you want to move forward. But the problem is that you end up not making a decision and then either opportunities go by the wayside or you don't move as quickly as you would like to or a lot of things can happen. So I'm now a little bit better at this. Um, And I think part of the reason for that is because I've just realized like it doesn't have to be perfect, which is kind of easy for me because I'm actually really not a perfectionist. I don't know if anyone has ever thought that I was. You probably never thought that about me, but in case you did, I'm really not a perfectionist. Um, I like to give my best effort all the time, but I'm totally okay if like certain things on certain days are not 100%. As long as I've given my best effort, I really sleep well at night. Um, (laughs) I sleep like a baby when I ruin things. (laughs) Just kidding. But really, like I'm just not a perfectionist. And what I've learned is that when you, when you take yourself out of the little perfectionist box, it's so much easier to make choices because really, instead of just trying to make the perfect choice, you just make the next right choice. Like what is the next right thing for you to do? When you wake up in the morning, what is the next thing that you can do that will make your day go better? Probably have a cup of coffee, wash your face, make your bed. That's the next right thing. You don't have to plan out the next 10 steps that are going to get you to some of your larger goals. You just have to do in the moment what is the best option. And sometimes, this is another big thing I'll say, sometimes I get paralyzed by choices that aren't even choices. Does that make sense? Like sometimes I'll be like, oh, but if I, okay, for example, let's let's take jobs, for example. I feel like that's a really concrete one. I will hesitate to apply to a certain job because I'm like, do I really want to live in that state though? Do I really want to do that? Bitch, it's not even a choice yet. You didn't even get the job. Like just apply. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we get paralyzed by things that aren't even really concrete things that we need to worry about. Cross that bridge when you get there. Apply for the job. See how far you get. You may not even get it. You might, but you may not even get it. So really unnecessary worry. So just do the next right thing. Now, big goals are important. They're good. You know, I love big goals. I love big goals. But getting there can be tough literally on the day-to-day. Like you see these people that come on podcasts, for example, and they're like, I've built this multi-million dollar business and I had to work day and night and it took me 10 years. And you're like, okay, that's great, Samantha. But how did you actually do that? Because it looks like a more simple process in hindsight, but you know, the day-to-day choices can be a little bit complicated. So one thing that's really helped me is something my dad used to tell me, and I hope I kind of express this properly, but he used to say like, by default, the more success you have in one area, the more doors will close in another. And that's okay. And what I mean by that is like, let's say, again, let's go with the job. Let's say you're like, I don't know if I want to be a doctor or a biochemist, right? And it's like, okay, if you choose to be a doctor and you go to med school for four years, you're probably closing the door on being a good biochemist. Not for sure, but probably closing the door on that, right? And then once you're a doctor, you're like, I don't know if I want to do pediatrics or like cardiothoracics. Yes, I watch Grey's Anatomy. And then if you're like, okay, I want to choose cardiothoracics, like you're probably closing the door on pediatrics, right? But then eventually you become like the most world-renowned cardiothoracic surgeon and, and you're, you're, everyone like sees that and no one's like, well, she's not a pediatrician, you know, like 
the more successful you become in a certain area, just by default, you know, other doors are going to close. And that is part of the thing that used to really freak me out is I would be like, oh, but then I'm, then I'm saying no to this. I'm closing that door. And honestly, get over it. That's okay. You need to close doors to make room for other things in your life. So if you're deciding between two things, don't hyper-focus on the fact that if you pick A, then you're not picking B. Hyper-focus on the fact that you're picking A and you get everything and anything that A has to offer. Does that make sense? So part of what I was talking about before about not being a perfectionist is like realizing that little things truly don't matter in the long run. Ask yourself, will this matter in five days, five weeks, five months, five years? Probably not. It probably will not even matter in five years. Um, It might matter in five days, but it might not matter in five days, honestly. We think that all of these decisions, like we're like, oh, we got to make the most important decision of our lives and whatever. And like, yeah, like maybe getting married is like a really important decision. Choosing to start a family is a really important decision. But like a lot of the other decisions that we make, even though they seem really big, it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out. It's just really not. It's just not really going to matter in the big scheme of things. And once you start being more decisive and making moves, you will literally see, you will see the flood of opportunity that just flows into your life, whether it's work or personal life or dating or your religious life, your spiritual life, your mental health, your physical health. Once you start making decisions, I mean, it just like comes in waves, the opportunity. For example, Let's say you really want to start dating and you're on hinge and you're like, I just don't know if I should go out with this guy. Should I do it? Is it worth it? I don't know. Am I busy? Just make a decision. Like just do it or don't. My recommendation would be do it if they seem like a good fit, but like just do it and then move on, you know, make your choice and then move on. And you will see the more choices you make, right? The more choices you say like, okay, yes, this person is a yes. I'm going on a date with them. This person is a no. I'm going to stop wasting my time messaging them. This person is a yes. I'm going to go on a date with them. You'll see in a matter of days or weeks, the opportunities, the relationships that start to blossom with these people. Same thing with work. Like if you want a certain job, you're deciding between two jobs, pick the job, make a decision, pick the one you want to go for. And you will see once you pick that job, you take that job, all of the opportunity that comes from having that job, mental health, physical health, make the decision, go to therapy. Um, once you start going to therapy, like all of the goodness and opportunity that flows from like talking out your problems, right. Or make the decision, like, instead of just like, Oh, what kind of workout do I want to do today? Do I want a gym membership? Do I want to buy a Peloton? Whatever. Literally make a decision and start doing it because your body will start transforming regardless of the kind of workout you do. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not a health expert, but like if you're burning calories, you're going to see your body change. So whether that's getting a gym membership, whether that's investing in a piece of workout equipment at home, whether that's just doing body weight workouts at home, like that's just an example. I'm no nutritionist. I'm over here after pounding two bowls of pasta, I'm having a Celsius. So I mean, don't call me for advice, but I don't know. I just, it it really works. Like just make a decision. And a lot of that, a lot of what I'm saying is saying yes to things, right? Like say no to drugs. Okay. But other things like say yes to them. If they seem fulfilling and interesting and beneficial, they will probably be fulfilling and interesting and beneficial for you. Nothing is forever. There's always a way out. So even if you make a decision and you're like, 
okay, that was that was terrible. Like I'm in a, the worst job. I'm in the worst relationship, whatever. You can always get out of it. That's something I told myself when I first moved to Humble. I was really nervous. And I told myself, I was like, what is the worst case scenario? I hate my job. I hate where I live. I hate everyone. Okay, so I quit and then I move. Like that's it. Bottom line, boom, done. There's always a way out. There's always a way to fix it. Nothing is forever. Unless you want it to be forever, nothing is forever. So there's always a way out. Don't let the fear of it going wrong stop you from doing it because it's always fixable. And if you're literally in a situation and you're like, Riley, I'm in this situation. There's no way to fix it. There's no way out. Call me. I'll put you in touch with a lawyer. Like there's a way out. Okay. There always is. There's this um, mentality. This woman named Gabby Bernstein. She is so cool. I don't know if you've ever, ever like heard her, read her books, listened to her. She wrote a book really popular called The Universe Has Your Back. She's written like a million books, but um, there's one called The Universe Has Your Back. And she kind of has this like mentality, this thing that she calls choose again. And the way that she kind of means it is like with your feelings and like the mental like stories that you tell yourself. Like for example, you're having a bad day something someone does pisses you off and she's like but you can choose again like if that's pissing you off choose again choose again to be happy pick a different card basically is like what she's saying and it's like has to do with your like emotions but also in life like pick a card if you don't like it choose again like not a big deal I mean just no one's gonna fault you for trying something figuring out if you like it or not and then tailoring tailoring to like what to what you do want you know when you're older like let's say like you know people who have like been in long-term relationships and they're a little bit older in life um maybe they're like divorced right and let's say they're like 50 years old and they're divorced and then they start dating and they get married like really quickly and you're like whoa dave you've been dating miranda for exactly two months and you're already engaged and they're like yeah but i'm older i know what i want like i went through what i didn't want and now i know what i do want and that's just really speaks to me um, the divorcees, Dave and Miranda. These are hypothetical people, by the way. So I'm not shouting out anyone on here. But it just really speaks to me because it's like you have to figure out what you don't want to figure out what you do want. So every single decision you make, even if you hate it, it's positive in the sense that you've learned what you don't want, which is just as important, if not more important than realizing what you do want, you know, because if you say that you want something without ever having tried it, all you're doing is guessing. If you say that you want something, having tried the opposite and not liking it, you have factual, experiential evidence. I don't know if factual and experiential contradict each other, but let's just roll with it. You have experiential evidence that you want that thing because you've done the opposite and you didn't want that, right? So it's important. It's important. Does that all make sense? Those are my thoughts on decision-making. I mean, just like go for it. Like don't let anxiety stop you from doing things. I have done that so many times in my life where I'm like the anxiety of making the wrong decision or whatever have prevented me from doing something. And it's just a no. Like sometimes you just got to jump in two feet, plug your nose, close your eyes, hold your breath. And just like, you're, you're going to pop up to the surface eventually, you know, like you will. And I think that, um, I don't know, like it can be scary to make a decision, but you just have to, like, you just literally have to do it. There is no other option. And here's the other thing. 
kind of like not being a perfectionist. It doesn't matter if you do it right. Just like go for it because the fact that you're even doing it, you're already 10 steps ahead. I've said that before, but just to reiterate. Okay. Those are my thoughts. Love you guys. Tons, tons. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I just appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you. And um, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Life of Riley Pod. Shout out. Um, feel free to ask questions or whatever. Like, I don't know. Should we do like a life advice segment? I don't know. Maybe that's a good idea. I'm going to actually post that on Instagram today and see how many responses I get. If I get an embarrassingly small amount of responses, you'll know that. Um, and then and then you don't hear a podcast. It's because no one responded to me. Okay. Love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your week, day, night, afternoon, early morning, mid-morning, whatever you're doing. Have a great day. Go out there. Make those decisions. Do what's good for you. Love you guys. And I'll see you next time on The Life of Riley.